Hello, I am the instructor from Groundlings. Forget all other podcasts, they will not help you. Step 1. Listen to the map report. Good. Step 2. Laugh. Good. Now it's funny. Let my home back in Omaha. See if I can make it out in the world. And I got as far as Wichita. Suddenly I wasn't sure anymore. Lost all my friends in Los Angeles. And I'm not welcome in New York. But I must stop back in Omaha. Where the fans, they always crying out for all right, in that case, welcome to Bed Report number 83, June 13th, 2007, the Anger Edition. Welcome to the world of anger. Welcome. Everyone is angry. Russ is artificially angry. Story is really angry, and I'm angry at the Red Sox. So everybody's angry. Welcome. Thank you for listening. We're not angry at you. You guys are great. But now, gentlemen, go forth with your anger. less angry. And Greg is a I'm Sox. fake angry. That's I'm really just angry at the Red Sox. <laughs> there you go. No, you're just a Red Sox. Fake. Okay. Well, it's the same thing. well, Story, why are you angry? Why don't, why don't you why don't, why don't I, we start out you with know, you? What, what makes I'm you angry? I'm going to get even angrier because I can't even <laughs> tell you why I'm angry. That's part of what makes me so angry. That is bullshit, man. I could vent my frustration That in is some, some way. serious no, bullshit. I and I'll give, you, I'll give you two reasons why. Number one, there is like a tremendous amount of like confidentiality and it has to do with personnel and very detailed issues that like, even if no one ever listened, just basically on face, I should not be talking about in a map report where it could ever exist or ever get back to anyone ever in like, you know, million to one chance. I really shouldn't be talking about it still. Really no way. Very different than okay. like, you know, the person that I'm walking with and whatever else. The larger issue, the larger issue is that the reasons that I'm angry are just going to put everybody else to sleep. Like, if you could even begin to follow it, you basically have to have worked where I've worked for a full year to begin to understand why I'm angry in the way that I am. Well, Russ and I are perfect for that, then. I mean, We've worked there for at least, what, Russ? You've been there like nine months, right? I've been there for about 13 months, so... Right, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I have a suggestion. I can't even talk about it. Quick suggestion. I'm just fucking... Could we perhaps use the age-old tactics of conflict resolution and put your problem in the box of a hypothetical situation in which you work at a meatpacking plant with your coworkers Dave and Susie and explain <laughs> your problem in that context. No, because it would still put everybody to sleep. If only problem A but not problem B existed, then fine. But it's a very, like, extremely intricate and personally crafted situation that, like, if anyone could even keep up with it. And then they would probably you, just be like, what's wrong with you? Why are you so angry? That's not that big a deal. Like, blah, 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 blah. It just has to be. In the context of no. meatpacking? Right. Can you yeah. try? So... Imagine that you're me, and you have, you know, meat? four limbs, and, oh, me. One, okay. and your boss just put two of them in the meat packer. That's basically, that's how I feel. That's not what happened, but that's how I feel. Nice. And then okay. you're like, bring back my wrists. Those are not packed meat. Those are my wrists. I need them for <laughs> to type. And, and he's like, nope, sorry, meat packing for your wrists. Meat, what? meat packing, sausage wrists. And what? if you don't watch out, I'll take your ankle. 
And I'm like, but I like my... Then silence! Meatpacking! You see? Right there, we got yeah, a whole lot more information than we initially there had. There you go. We, we That's definitely right. got more out go. of that, I think. That's right. Than what we had to it's start true. with. So, so here's a question. <laughs> I know I avoid doctors a lot of the time, but if someone cuts off both of your hands just below the wrist, should you see a medical professional about that? Is that, is that a problem? Um, I would argue that if Superman did it, he would have done it with his laser vision, which would immediately cauterize the wound, and or ah, if it were so done no with some kind of uh, heat yeah. ray, yeah, then you should be fine. Yeah, that's I don't think that's right. Lightsaber, right, same I'm thing, fine. lightsaber. Yeah. Right, right, like in the bar, oh, yeah. where Obi-Wan knew oh, that man. he was cutting off the guy's hand to right. prevent him from attacking Luke, but also cauterizing the wound so Whoa. the guy wouldn't have to seek medical help. He knew that in his Jedi wisdom. Yeah, that's no, that's, that's fantastic. So, because Darth Vader took one of my arms, and then, um, you know, this uh, superhero guy, I don't think he had an S on his chest. It was like an, a Z, maybe, or something. And uh, he, he took my other arm. So I, think, I think I'm all set. <laughs> no, this is getting no. better and better. If we keep this analogy going, Story will reveal all the information that he didn't want to reveal in about five minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all yeah. right. Actually, yeah. the name of the guy is blah, blah, blah. And what he did was... <laughs> When we transfer from yeah. meatpacking to superheroes, taking my limbs. Yeah, well, we're, I... We're practically uh, on top of it. HR is going to call me any second. Just waiting for it. They're going to break see. into this feed that's released to the public in 2009. They're going to get yeah. there. <laughs> not not yeah. quite that much, but uh, <laughs> it will be released to the public later. That's actually the you should be using for why I can talk about it, because this show won't come out for six years. I know, we right? let it age like a fine cheese. <laughs> what do we do with the metaphor, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> We let it age, we let it distill a little, we let Limbaga. all the events that we've talked about pass away and, and fade into the distance, we make sure you've forgotten about them, and then boom, boom, we remind you, we remind you what you've forgotten, and bring it all back, like it was never there before. This is so funny, stories reminding me, yeah, stories reminding yeah. me of this dude that I heard, I, right. I was in Ohio for a conference this weekend, and I was driving on the way back, I drove through Ohio, obviously, and Did then Pennsylvania. And this dude have limbs? I don't know, because Answer he's on the radio. The I don't know. He's on the radio. But he was doing, he was a preacher, and he was doing the, uh, you know, my brothers and sisters, I hear the power of the Lord. I'm in the church. I know what's going on. I need the Bible. And I'm serious. I'm not exaggerating that. That I couldn't believe it. I actually was mesmerized. I listened for like another couple minutes just because I couldn't believe he was doing ah after everyone. Sometimes it didn't even fit, and he would have to do something. He'd be like... Because of the comic, ha! Like he had, to, he had to throw in the ha, because otherwise he'd be off of the rhythm. Like, and and then then in the glory of the Lord, and now you're ha! saved. No, no, ha! Yeah, it was it was very funny. So you're reminding I'm me sorry. of that dude. And now you're saved. Ha! ha! Exactly. Yeah. Right. So I was at meat packing plant, ha! And he took my limbs, ha! And then a Superman, ha! And a lightsaber, ha! And he cauterized, ha! It's like that. That's totally what it was. Like. Okay. Seriously, like we yeah. have to do better. Phenomenal. Than this. We we can't we can't have this crazy do better, undirected. Do better angle. yourself. Oh, no, I can. No, I, I'll undirect no, all you I am want. angry, and I'm angry at X. And if X is squared, then I am angry prime. No, you have to say what. what no, I would at. agree with Russ. You definitely work. can't do whatever the hell he just said. We definitely can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I absolutely can't do that. And I can't do Z squared plus is L X minus to the two. third power. And if we over find seven the roots to the fifty-six. You can't do that, man! You can't do that on the radio! Story, let me ask okay, you this. Sam Kennison, 
What Dora, the hell, let me ask man? you this. What happened? What happened to you? Like, why are you this... Okay, let's put it this way. Don't get into specifics. Can you just say, is this something that's been building over weeks and finally it just hit the fan today? Or is it something that today the guy came in and said, Story, you're a steaming turd. And then you were like, what? And then you got angry? Like, what? what is it that caused you to all of a sudden Where become anger man? Touch you? Right. I mean, <laughs> show exactly. me how to <laughs> Oh my god. Wow. So, obviously, something like this does not just come out of nowhere. Apparently. So, yes, I will get an answer to question one of 20 questions, which I will allow you to play to a certain extent. That's great, actually. Let's do 20 questions. And, you know, oh, our listeners can email them in afterwards if they want. <laughs> yes. Because, seriously, that keeps later. it at the simple and straightforward <laughs> level where right. I can actually keep it interesting. Or, you know, put everybody to sleep. I don't care. Whatever works. So... <laughs> You know, obviously it's something that has been building for a while in certain, you know, in certain contexts, in certain situations. But it didn't really like, you know, it's one of those things that it's like, this is annoying, but I can deal. This is annoying, but I can deal. This is annoying. Shut up, phone. This is annoying, but I can deal. This is annoying, but... And then, and then it's like, oh, it categorically changes. This is no longer something we can deal. It's different than like something, because it's not something I've held back on. It's something that I've become really, you know, snipey and snide about with coworkers, and, you know, we've all sort of commiserated in the problem. But then this was like a freaking nuke. This was like nuke okay. out of nowhere. It's okay. like we have so can sword fight, sword fight, sword answer, fight. I get Will you answer jobs. yes or no questions? Nukes. Will I you will answer yes or no my questions? Best. Yes or no or a fantastic idea. Yes. Yes, let's hit it. Okay. Was I'll take yes or no for 200, Russ. To your notorious coverage for a senior person at your company who you make look good <laughs> by doing lots of his work. <laughs> yes! Fucking yes! Wow. God damn it! Yes! Can I get an amen from the choir? Amen. And so this person, <laughs> whom you make look good by doing all of the backbreaking work that he doesn't See, you do. You know too much, Russ. You must be eliminated. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this person uh, has now engineered a way for you to either do more work or receive less credit for the work that you do. Not exactly. No, it's more <laughs> to hold more bags. It's it's really to be left. Holding more bags. Is this man's name That's the Reverend? That's the way I can put it. Is this man's name the Reverend it's Cecil like, Williams? It's like we shook hands. It's like no, 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 no. Is this man's <laughs> name the Reverend Douglas old Fitch? And I have nothing to do. Are you no? Are you get off the website? Stop. <laughs> this man's <laughs> Dateline, no, July 2007. Mean, story I'm sitting sorry. in a heap. I lost my job. I never thought they'd hear it. Oh, God. God. Oh, they no. said Cecil Williams on oh. the radio. That's not cool. <laughs> Can't do that. Is this Janice Merkitani? <laughs> no. <laughs> really, stop. This is really not. This is really not a good a good. Time. Okay. So. You said that you were left holding bags. So it's it's like it's but, like I went in to shake someone's hand and they they smeared shit all over it right before right before the handshake and then they just looked at me like what what's the problem what what you don't I I, I adorned so your hand with this wonderful brown substance well, you feel me. you want to thank me maybe thank me for this someone hamstrung you, you in, a, in an important and, yeah, juncture at your work and then. 
And then they try to, like, explain it off of, like, well, you know, somebody's got to have feces on their hand, right? I mean, we have all this feces. People are producing it here constantly. The bathroom's always in use. What else are we going to do with it if, if not have you Did Willis Selden tell you this? I was it Willis Selden who gave you that, that, that analogy? <laughs> or? Stop. No. No. It was no one whose name is on the website. This Unless is turning they into recently the added to the website, Highlight. in which case I'm getting off the is show. Is it Jeff Wilkins? Is it Jeff Michaels? <laughs> Shut up, Craig. Everyone is not named Jeff. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, Jeff. Oh, my gosh. So, all right. Um, so, so okay. go ahead, Russ. Go ahead. Yes. So, do you feel as if someone intentionally really did this to you to undercut your authority? No. Or... They're just oblivious in general. No, I feel like they are one of the most chronically oblivious people on the planet Earth. Like, top seven, okay? And of all... (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Living or dead. Living or dead. Top seven. Wow. Wow. I don't know, man. I know this Renaissance playwright. This this includes a really bad Roman emperor. There was this really bad Roman emperor. It's like number four. Yeah, exactly. No, no fiddling. So, (laughs) I don't even know if I can go on. Okay, you can go on. Okay, did this involve your anger? Reach out. Was this all totally internal, or did this involve some kind of public representation of the group that you work Um, for, and you getting shafted? Halfway, halfway between. I would say it's sort of, sort of a middling. It's it's like public internal. Our organization is large enough that we have an internal public. I will say that. Wow. If that an internal sense. public. That's awesome. And if you mean just in front of your coworkers? I don't care. Yeah. You I mean, were yeah. holding shit yeah. and shaking hands they made, unknowingly? They told shaking you you had, for shit. They told you had long hair in front of everybody, didn't they? Hands for shit. This has been going on okay, for a long time. Hands for shit. You know? Yes, because that's not the question I have. <laughs> exactly. It's been building up for a long time, Story. nobody notices. You said it was building up for a long time. That's how it usually goes. Okay, so my when you're giving fell people out after 370 days, <laughs> that's not a weave. That's, that's his real hair. Okay, fine, I can admit it. I can admit it. No wonder I get migraines. Freaking crystallized bun of hair. Sorry, Russ. Go on. <laughs> what? My brain is melting. So, when you were giving people the special brown greeting that was yes. levied upon you, was this? Did you know that it was happening at the time? Did you find out later? Did you have to prepare mentally for giving oh, the brown greeting? No, 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 no. I, I, I got, I mean, it was a surprise attack, but I knew very quickly afterwards. I mean, it's exactly like the shit analogy. When you reach out to get the hand, you don't fucking know what's happening. If you knew what was happening, you'd reach your hand back. You're not an idiot. Right. Who wants their hand smelling like shit all day, right? But, but... Well. Once that once I felt it, oh, I felt it. It's not like, mm-hmm. hmm, could this be chocolate? Let's have a taste. It wasn't a slow, gradual. It was like, wha-bam! How's that okay, get? Wha-bam! Say it again? Yeah. Is what? Are other of your coworkers wha-bam! aware okay. <laughs> of the circumstances that caused this, or are they going to look poorly on you now, having had this happen oh, to you? I think there will be some poorness, and the extent to which, you know... I mean, there's fluctuation. There was fluctuation over the course of the day to the extent of the fallout of like, okay, we're going to have nuclear waste all over Europe, just over Czechoslovakia, Poland, (laughs) Finland. Well, unlike our listeners, Russ, you're in the fortunate position that I might actually try to explain this to you at some point. No, I'm actually, uh, I know all the the listeners are like, they're like, oh, yeah, we're a family, except for this. I'm actually composing a message story. So, 
Uh, right now, I'm clo I'm a message on. Uh, I want to help Glide. So my friend's story has a problem, and the problem is that he has duck, duck, his duck. hands full yeah. of feces thanks to you. Uh-huh. Could you explain? Backspace, backspace. Could you explain why you did this to him and Greg, what you, you will to do to, to remedy Are you really trying? I can't. I will commit suicide <laughs> on the air. You've driven him to, to threaten point? his own life it. on our comedy emotion. show. That won't be necessary yet. <laughs> Just wait. Wait. Yes. Wait. Exactly. All right. On you go. There's better timing. On you go. <laughs> yeah, we want at least some news yeah. media outlets yeah, notified I'm, before yeah, you okay. do such a thing. Seriously. Um, <laughs> Can't we get one advertiser to cover for Story, that? did this oh, relate... Oh, suicide, man! This may hold your Wii for a Wii look like child's play. I know, right? Oh, I, I, have a, I have a question that will help. Advertising of the century. I have a question that will help narrow this down without bothering Story at all. So, Story, did this have to do with the TAES orientation, the seniors recovery circle, the positive parenting class, or the prayer circle? <laughs> I'm going... Oh, when I, uh, specificity. I'm going That's to take awesome. down our website. I'm going to nuke our website <laughs> so you can never do this to me again. Do what? I'm just getting some information to help my friend. There's no reason at all to think that this has anything to do okay. with the, with yes the humor. No yes, it's 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 you. In Show some way me on the doll. Are very different. <laughs> all right, in a, in a ser seriously, let me ask you the serious, semi-serious question then. Is this oh, a seriously. is this a remediable situation? Is this situation something that can be remedied if people? We will find out. We will find out at some point. Well, I we don't know. If I knew, I would be less angry. Actually, that's not entirely fair. To be fair, to be completely fair, this is actually the muted and somewhat recovered version of my anger because because I was able already to vent directly and in specific great detail about the actual situation with another party at work who may be able to help remedy something. So this is actually, you know, there's actually something good in the works, possibly. You don't even know. I mean, I couldn't have even been capable of expressing English had that conversation not taken place because I was about to flip my shit. Wow. Because I, I know it's a hard sell. I know you don't believe that I could have possibly been about to flip my shit, having listened to me for the last one. Not minutes. from but the way you've explained it believe so far. It or not. No, no, not really. Believe I don't it or really not. Get I, I could have. Yeah. I, I was on the verge. Hmm. The hairy edge. The razors. Can edge. we call it the hoary edge, just for fun? Sure. Let's As do it. From hoary on, netherworld. It is, oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, I'm down. I am picking up what you are throwing down. Bitch. <laughs> I'm on it. Uh, what just happened? Okay, so uh, I don't know if I have any good questions left. I have yeah, one. I, know I bet you don't. And please don't get them was, from www.glide.org. No, I'm just using my power as a deduction. Okay. Just deduction. Okay. So it was internally public. Your co it, there was a quote-unquote fallout, which means that there was discussion going on after this event about you and possibly whether you're qualified to shake hands given your feces-laden fingers. <laughs> and then... Yeah, who wants to shake hands with me? Was there that? any reaction, the apology, reinforcement from the person who smeared the, fe oh, no, the feces no, no. on I you? Meant, like, I went because, because I believe in direct... Blunt communication, right? This is my bag. This is what I do. <laughs> oh, this is the so you ran for the bookstore. To the table. You ran for the bookstore, so, didn't you? No, 
He did no, this with people away. that I know. And, there has to oh, be a okay. threshold of oh, knowledge. Okay. All right, all right. It's not like I just walk up to people who I think are ugly or stupid and tell them. Not quite that quite that suicide uh, yeah. yet. Call me in yes. a day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. But but you know, people that I know, people that I work with daily, closely, not weekly for an hour, but daily and closely, yeah, I talked to them. And I went in and I was like, we need to talk. I'm really frustrated. Feces on my hand. You put it there. And he's like, you know, there were some other people who wanted me to put feces on their hand. And I have to balance your interests against their interests. He said this. And I was like... Interest balancing? What did they get? Did they get shot in the head? Did they get? I, I have feces on my hand. What's the balance to that? Did they? Did you take their baby for a week and hide them from them? Did you do something? He's like, no, I gave okay. them everything they wanted, and I'm like, everything they wanted? How is that comparable and balanced? And then the implicit was, well, we're done with this conversation because I've made my choice for you, shit, for others, kidnap so. babies. No Are you saying that he no, made nothing. you some kind of sacrificial lamb, or he, his interpretation was that it wasn't so bad what, how you had feces on your hands? Uh, a little of both. A little of both. I think he was like, you know, I honestly thought that story was going to break into a song. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. And all of a sudden we're in the Lion King. Sorry. I beg your pardon. The musical that we were working on was very strange. All right, so so actually my battle cry. I got so incensed, I just brought out my battle cry. Spoon. So no, it was the answer. So the answer to Russ's question was not really, or yes, sort of, or. No, uh, the, the answer, answer was, was yes uh, with and a little yes. Both. With a little of both. Yes and yes again. Yeah. You, uh, you guys have plenty of questions stored up because uh, you're not getting many no's here. Yeah. So it was like, eh, don't worry about it. It's some feces. And I care more about this person anyway, so I meant it. Basically. But then it was like the conversation was just sort of cut off. It was like supposed to be a conversation about something we were deciding together. And it's like, ah, I decided that for you. And gave you the shaft. Uh, have a nice day. Have a nice day. How can I have feel, a nice day? And I realize that this is possibly yes, not the best time for you to make this sort of judgment yes, in I your current feel. state. But do, do you, do you I, feel like... And perfectly this sound. Right could now. permanently destroy your relationship with the person in question. I've been thinking about that a lot today. I really hope not. But at the same time, like I felt like when I went to confront him about it and talk to him about it, it was uh, that it's a key. point. It was like if I hold this, uh -huh. if I hold this, if I go home without saying what's up, it will. It definitely will. How could it not? I've I've done this before. I've played this game. You know, when, a, a brief chronology of story. I used to be like this all the time. Before I even met you guys, I was like this all the time. I was a firebrand. I was angry. I was up and down all the time. And when I went to college, I sort of tried to moderate a little bit. Not a ton. I thought as you, you were going to say, I tried... Most Quaaludes. And then, not so much. I tried. Cocaine. <laughs> and the cocaine did wonders with only these strange side effects. So, <laughs> I tried to moderate a little bit. I'm still probably the, the most emotional person most people know. And that's fine. 
that's great. But I definitely moderate a little bit. But I actually think that was sort of a mistake because I have done things in relationships and interactions with people where swallowing that up, trying to eat that, hold it, what I've always preached against, holding back, holding it in, being passive-aggressive, uh, really does damage, does long-term damage. I'm trading the upfront discomfort for the long-term damage, and that's a terrible exchange. So now, out of college agree, in the work world, the I've way. tried to find a balance between slightly to the left of Genghis Khan and Genghis Khan. I, I've tried to find that middle sliver right there, between you know, right of left of Genghis Khan. Without being Genghis Khan in my emotional uh, now, crazy. I would, I would so, point out that so there is sort of quite a bit of so room on the side of Genghis Khan. I mean, like, there are a lot of... that. that it's not like you're like, if I go over into the Genghis Khan territory, I go from sane to irrational. It means that I'm only killing, you know, a few people, not, you know, hundreds of thousands well, no, for no reason. No death. Yeah. It's not literally Genghis. Mental death. I will break down your wall! Sorry. And uh, raping. So, exactly. Raping and raping, Max. Right. Yeah. 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 So just a little. Only when you're upset. I don't think Reverend uh, Cecil Williams so, would approve, story. Cecil <laughs> Williams! Can we interview him? I think we should interview him and ask him to explain this metaphor. The only comfort that I have in the world right now, literally the only comfort I am taking on planet Earth, is that you guys don't technically know how to post a show on the website. That's the only comfort I have. I know how to post a show on my website. That's giving me hope in this life. I could post a show on my website. And now, special edition, the alienation episode of Upon Further Review, where Story swears and screams at you for six minutes. Enjoy. <laughs> oh we'll my god. Run. Sure we will. Met listeners are like, yeah. dude, they're getting artistic like The Sopranos. <laughs> Episode 83 was white noise for an hour. I don't understand <laughs> it, but it's genius. It's genius. And like someone came I up behind really us and then it just went black. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, well, okay, so uh, so let me ask. Is there is there some... I mean, do, so you don't know that there's a remediable situation. Do you feel now oh, oh, with the oh, distance so, of yeah, time... what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I was like, you know, I, if I don't say something or bring something up, like, I will resent this. I, if I walk out of this building not having said, I'm really frustrated right now, and you're doing the frustrating, and can you wipe my hand off? You know, if I don't do that... <laughs> do you have then... any moist toilet, sir? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> perhaps a wet and napkin. can I get a napkin or perhaps, uh, <laughs> perhaps a paper towel? Um, you know, if I don't say that then and walk out of this building i mean i have jury duty tomorrow thank the good god oh my god that i just happen to have the day off oh like nothing i have ever looked forward to in this world in this life it is like number one jury duty number two all of the other joys so wow wow just because of the time that's a powerful statement i'll take that back at some point in my life i hope um maybe it'll be a really good (laughs) the first case in the docket they're like would you be able to honestly rule on a case where a man has had feces dumped on (laughs) And you're like, no, no, death penalty, death, death, no pacifism, death. Ah." Yeah, he might actually try to get on the jury. And not be yeah. disqualified oh, I, via pacifism I and I will. not Although, being uh, I think I I talked available about, to the draft. About, yeah, yeah. About a year ago, though, I do think that uh, I was I was going to be possibly selected, and we talked about it on my report. I believe that we've talked about the last time I was called for jury duty. Anyway, okay. Anyway, so I was like, if I don't say this, I'm going to blow up. So I'm going to go talk to him. And he basically just was like, eh, you know, that sort of like, eh, it's feces. We all have feces sometimes. And there was someone else I had to placate. So, and he was like, can you put feces on Story's hands? And I'm like, yeah, okay. So there it is. 
So that's, you know, that's it and that's all. It was great. Um, it was a good time. Okay. Good story. I'd do it again. <laughs> I, I was just thinking, like, everybody's just sort of like, I, I, uh, I, uh, I, uh. So, um, so uh, how was your day? <laughs> hey, speaking of and crazy, how are you? <laughs> I uh, I shaved my head yesterday. You did not. What? I did. Sorry. No, you didn't. I did not. Well, not me. I a professional demand. Did. I didn't do it. I demand what? professional. What? That I paid money I to. What? Absolutely did. Why would you shave okay. your head? And now, to be fair, Except, no, it wasn't a clean shave. But it was a no buzz cut. It didn't happen. It was a very, very short buzz cut. Oh, but buzz not, cut. Not bald. Yes. I look like happens. an astronaut, basically. I am an astronaut. You look like you have a helmet permanently welded to your skull. You no. Look, you look like you may wear like a, a diaper and drive across country like to kill your ex-lover. <laughs> oh, okay. Buzz Goberman to the rescue. That's what they Buzz were Goberman. calling me at work. <laughs> <laughs> they were calling me Buzz To Goberman. the BH and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. see. Why did you so, decide to do this? You know, until, subscription. until story of the apocalypse, I thought I felt like this was pretty big news. You thought that was the not. headline. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good afternoon. <laughs> this is Buzz Goberman, right. and this is who? Shut up. You want my magazine? Thank you. That's great. Um, Good work. In point of fact, I believe if you go to my Friendster profile and you look oh, at the second picture, and not we all the lead know picture, yep, there it is. It's, I, I already put it up there, Everyone. so you can check it out if you want Go to. Go to mapreport.com slash show. I do, not look, I do not look happy <laughs> in the picture. I'm making kind of a grumpy face, but I assure you that I actually like it, so it's good. But I'm not happy in the picture. I am looking right now as anyway, we speak. So well, why, did, why did you well, do this I while I'm looking? Radio. Well, while I'm I, looking for this. I kind of <laughs> felt like it was long overdue. I, I kind of felt like I needed to do... I mean, I've even talked to you guys about shaving my head before, like a long time ago. And, but you have uh, oh, there it is. Now. Oh, I don't look that bad. You just you look. Have you just look like an ex. No, you just look like Good. a marine who should be wandering around. Um, you know, wandering around. Uh, well, yeah, I, I even Paris look Island, like an incompetent marine that. because they have like the higher top and the shorter side, like completely shaved sides. But really, I look like an astronaut. Like that's what I. Oh my and God. that's fine with me. And that is fine. You by look me. like Jeremy Greenberg. That's who you look like. Wow. You have become Jeremy Greenberg. I don't Jeremy look like Greenberg. Jeremy That's true. Greenberg. He does look a little You're bit like Jeremy yes, Greenberg. Yes, you do. That's you true. Look, you you do look a little bit like it. Exactly. All the Jews, like they all Greenberg. look alike. <laughs> you. Yes. When they have the identical colored <laughs> hair and the, haircut and the same look only, on their face. Come on. Only Jeremy the hairstyles has that look on through which face can we determine like the difference between 83% of the time. 83% of the time, Jeremy Greenberg had right. that look on his face. Well, that's what I look like 83%. Now. That is bizarre. Wow. Yep. What and it's happened. great. Everybody loved Crazy. it. I mean, I got to tell you, like, I was so pissed. I was just... and Oh, and of course, this was in reaction to, like, another bad date. Like, what else would cause me to do something like Sure, this, sure. Right? That would also explain your expression. How could no. something this drastic not come You're from like, J.D.? Look at you, <laughs> bad exactly. date. Exactly. Really. And it's not even a good story, because it's totally reasonable. Like, I went out on a second date with this one girl, and then I talked to her the next day, and she's like, I'm not so into it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Well, I didn't say that. I was just like, really? All right, whatever. Bye. And then I was just like, you know what? I've seen the pictures of the guys that she's gone out with before, because she's one of these serial picture collectors. She, like, posts shit all over AOL for everyone. Like, every five days is another event where she takes 800 pictures. So you get to see a photo chronicle of her entire life. And, you know, in that context, I got to see all these guys that she'd been with in the past. And they all had and buzz they're guts? they're not handsome guys, okay? They're not good-looking. No. But they're not good-looking, and I'm like, I'm better looking than all of these guys you went out with, so you can't tell me that you're not interested in me. Bullshit. And so you got but a buzz course, cut you know, to prove the point hair. to her. 
Uh, well, no, they they did have more hair than I do, so clearly Story. that was. Is this just me? Like, I'm still oh, waiting to see where the lake is going to be. Ooh. <laughs> is like, and then I went and I got a, I got a loaf of bread, so, and that also had nothing to do with me getting know, a buzz cut. <laughs> in the city of Los Angeles, hair is 95 percent of your appearance. You're just a big pile of hair walking around with feet sticking out of well, the bottom. Well, you're actually not. And that's at all now. Have got to move. Well, no, that's the point. Maybe if I lose my job. <laughs> I've got I, to move. You know, I've told you this before, to story. You would be I will hot be a in golden LA. god in Los Angeles. <laughs> I will rule the masses, and they will shake my hand shitless. Yes! I yearn for the golden beaches of Los Angeles. So... This being the case, I decided that my whatever hair that I had was clearly no longer an asset. So I killed it. All. It's all gone. And lo, next day, everybody at work loves it. Women at work love it. I went to the mall. Random women at the mall were flirting with me. I'm back, baby. It's all different now. <laughs> I'm back. I'm an astronaut. It's all changed. Uh, I see. It's time to enroll you That's in my story. Or oh, astronaut camp. You One have no other. idea how One much more prepared the for that I feel now, having oh, the dear. buzz cut. I am a completely oh, different human being. God. I am an arrogant jerk and astronaut. Different person. Hmm. Did you catch that or did I mute myself? Yeah, no, I, I, I caught it. No, I, I just I didn't. I, we're just sort of no, recovering from end, it. So, okay, so so yeah. as I understand it, this weekend, Woo! this week, Story has, I, had, has had crap smeared in his hands. Russ has decided to become an astronaut, which actually involves diapers if you connect it to, this, to the astronaut story. So I'm beginning to see a uh, sort of... I didn't decide I'm beginning to, be to see the a waste management astronaut method. astronaut in the world. Well... Just like average astronaut. Okay. You know, not the worst one. <laughs> See, so my fake anger at the Red Sox stuff was will do. It didn't happen. Actually, you know, it's see, I, yeah. Now, you, oh, and then Greg's story's like, and the Red Sox only have an eight and a half game lead on second place, and everyone's like, oh, what? <laughs> we have the largest lead of any team in baseball. It's so hard I did think we actually. Alright, just because the sky oh is falling god. doesn't mean you need to make fun of my sky falling, okay? <laughs> oh my god. Actually, you know what's funny is oh, I, I had a shit. I had sort of It was a game of counts in the I know, I know. We don't have any of those in town now. I don't think I sounded like a like a blind blues man though, being like, it's a town town. I told him, my mama done told me the Red Sox are lost. I don't, I didn't do any of that. None of that actually came into my mind. Uh, but no, see, so now all I have to contribute to this little discussion, which has nothing to do with anger, is um, my trip to Oxford, Ohio, and it had nothing to do with anger. It just has to do with long car trips. <laughs> so I wanted to ask, first of all... Which unnamed men had set aflame. <laughs> I've discovered this exactly, out in flames. Exactly. People run. And then it became like Jericho. Then it became like Jericho. Shamed exactly. everywhere. It was horrible. God damn Ohio. <laughs> oh, what is wrong with Ohio? I don't think Reverend <laughs> Cecil Williams would approve the story of you swearing like this. So here's my question. Um, I will destroy you, Greg. This is a several part question. When, First part of the question happen. is... Um, have you got? What is the longest trip that you guys have ever driven across country in supposedly one stretch? Not not something where you're like, I'm going to take a trip that'll be two weeks and I'm going to like stop at hotels, but something where theoretically you were going to do it all in one shot. What was the longest of those trips that you've I, ever driven? Do you mean in one day? San Diego. Well, theoretically, are you to Albuquerque. To sleep? Huh? 
a few days? No, not a few days. No. I'm just wondering if you're days. allowed to sleep I mean, under these huh? rules. Are you allowed one to day. take a break to sleep? You're only allowed to take a break if you stop at like a rest stop or something, but not that you're going to like a hotel. Are you or, allowed you know. to relieve each other at driving? Relieve each other at driving. I thought you were going to say, drives. are you allowed to relieve yourself? And I was going to be like, yes, you can You can periodically stop in to go to the bathroom. In the car, in a beer bottle. <laughs> Connected to the, the thing about the astronaut. I have two great um, candidates. I have one in each category. I have a relieve each other at driving and a no relief. Well, I, I went by myself, so I would have to say no relief. Let's you. say no relief. No relief. San Diego to Albuquerque, one day. And what is I that? I it up on Max How long is that? For how much... I what mean, it that, was like, like 500 miles. Hours. Let's find out. Yeah, because it's more than 500, 500 miles. It, that's getting closer. I think it's longer than that. It's over a thousand. It's got to be over. What? 1, I think you did. No, 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 no. You did a thousand miles in a day by yourself. A thousand miles. I did it in a day. Can you even do that Albuquerque. in a Let's day? Say what that, Sto- 812 miles. Okay. Not a thousand. 812 miles. Yes. And you did that and in I one did. day. Now, how you many? Stopped for two meals and two or three tanks of gas. Okay, and did you ever have to stop to but take a nap every mile or to sleep or no. no? You just drove. Absolutely not. No sleep. Just drove. I see. Did you have coffee? Twelve point six three miles. Did you have coffee or anything like that? Am I story? Yeah, I know, right? That's true. That wouldn't really help you of then. Of course, I had coffee. Okay, well then that Are you out of your mind. That, uh, mine. I don't think that, mine only counts with relief. I've got a relief, but not a no relief. You got a not a no relief. Good. I mean, you know, New York to whatever Washington is not. So oh wait, wait so. though. Here, but story. Did you do this on your own? Was there anybody else in the vehicle with you? There was someone with in the vehicle. Ah. With there was someone else. They did not drive a mile. How about solo? But they were there. Have you ever? What's the longest trip you've ever done solo with no one in the car but you? Solo would probably be Albuquerque to, to the Grand Canyon, which was. So let me look at that. Solo. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> and was Jabba the Hutt with you yeah. when this happened? <laughs> well, that's not solo, I was just then, translating for any huts listening to the map report. It's like, how many trips have you done solo? Isa Choto, Asha, solo. East of Grand Canyon, solo. That's only 409 miles. Ah, okay. That's only 409. I see. Okay, well, I've done... But I'm trying to think. I mean, I did also go to Princeton and back. Actually, yeah, well, no, that wasn't all solo. There was the night that I went from Fordham to Brandeis, dropped off the Brandeis kids who were with me, turned around and went back to Princeton. But that wasn't all solo, right? one trip with one stop at Brandeis and one stop for gas. No, I would never oh, 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 drop oh, people oh, oh, off solo. Right, there is that. Half of it was solo. <laughs> Half of it was solo. That was a pretty brutal trip. So see, trip, I did two I trips. Bring the trip up for its brutality. I did one trip down to the Wait, University of Virginia. Candidate? Okay. What about? Oh yeah, go ahead, Russ. I'm sorry, you're candidate. Yeah. I beg, beg your pardon. You're candidate. I went from Boston, Massachusetts to Fort Lauderdale, Florida in 20 hours. Solo. Solo. Not solo. No. We had a team, baby. <laughs> I didn't say solo. We didn't See, stop. none of this is helpful. I'm we like, didn't rest. I'm like no, what about solo? You're like, well, I did one on a plane. Does that count? I did one when five people helped me. Hey, Does that count? We drove for no. 20 hours straight. What do you want? That's a lot My of driving. Best overall, best overall performance by far, Lifetime Achievement Award, is Albuquerque to Boston via Atlanta in two and a third days. That is wow. by far the best thing I've ever done. On one night of sleep. That's impressive, but you still we didn't do it Albuquerque. solo. I didn't. Albuquerque to Conway, Arkansas. Slept in Conway, Arkansas. Got up the next morning. Went to Atlanta. Had dinner in Atlanta. Kept going. Took an hour nap in a Waffle House parking lot in southern Virginia. And continued on to Boston. 
That's good work. Yeah, but but dinner. We went from Boston to Florida. We only stopped for gas <laughs> and fast food. Okay. We you never eat slept one of the people outside of the van. Who died? Somebody died you and you trip? ate <laughs> You ate them? We I know no, how Taco often you eat. How long is it, sir? Your thyroid was not figured food. out at the time. Your thyroid was not <laughs> figured out. That's a good point, Russ. You would this have to true. be chewing on someone's toes. This is true. Someone's toes were consumed <laughs> that trip. Maybe not well, the whole person. We brought but food with us. Sleep. They lost we had stores. It was a mighty trip journey. I see. Well, that's we prepared right. well. Well, you guys have done some... Right, that, bean burritos. That's pretty impressive. You, you guys have done some good trips. However, I don't think either one of you have done a solo bean trip. bean burritos also increased my speed. Sorry. That Well, certainly, for lots of reasons. <laughs> Put a little <laughs> extra kick back. behind you. They increased a, a tiny little kick. It hurt your emissions little, rating, but that's... A little spurt. Yeah, right. Anyway. Right. <laughs> um, so the, but this, the trips that we took to... I took two trips. One was down to the University of Virginia wise which was something like a 14 and a half hour trip solo that was all in one day solo no stop i mean like a stop for gas but solo. and no then stop. no stop solo this last one i did was in oxford ohio and that one was about 650 miles solo each way now here's on the way back i did stop though for sleep so the way out i just stopped at a rest stop for a nap but the way back i actually stopped at a friend's house so here's what i don't understand here's why i'm bringing this question up because inevitably, the reason you go to these places, at least in my case, it's for a couple of reasons. Sometimes you're doing it because you want to take a road trip with friends. Sometimes you're doing it because you want to get your car back from wherever it was when you were in high school or what, you know, whatever, back at your home, and you want to get it back out to where you're going to college. In my case, the reason I did it, the, the third basic reason that you can do this is because there's no other easy way of getting there. Either you know it's really expensive to fly, or there's no train that easily goes there, or you don't want to take a bus or whatever. Sometimes Something like that, right? So that was the, the situation that I faced because I had just gotten back from Norway, as you guys all know, and I had gotten back a couple weeks ago. And the closest thing this this conference and is being so held in Oxford, Ohio, which is Everybody not near does. Cincinnati and not near Cleveland. It's not near anything major at all. So basically, the closest airport is in Cincinnati, which is still like an hour and a half away. So what I decided to do after careful consideration was to drive it because I'm like, ah, eh, it's 600 miles. It's not that big a deal. It'll save me some money. It'll be fine. And it didn't strike me until I was about five hours into the trip, and I still had, like, double the length of time it takes me to get up and back to rehearsal in Boston, that this trip really didn't end. You know, like, you conceive of 11 hours, and you're like, sometimes I get eight hours of sleep. That's only three hours less. But you're asleep during that time. Like, the amount of time you're up doing one consistent <laughs> thing. More. Right. You know? Yeah, well, right. But I'm saying, like, you know, most of the Not time. Less. But that's what I mean. You wake up. <laughs> Maybe and that's where your calculation went wrong. No wonder after five hours you were day. like, shit, this should be over. Well, no, that's it. Because you're like, it's three hours Because I figured, I'm like, I'm like, look, Wait, 11 hours, that's just, you know, that's just an eight-hour normal <laughs> night of sleep plus three hours. That should be totally fine. And what I didn't, uh, what didn't occur to me is that for safety reasons, is it's not a good idea to sleep during while that you were time. Driving. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. You figured right. it out exactly. Yes. <laughs> you're like, I'll sleep. I'll sleep for eight hours. I'll drive yeah. for three. I'll be in Oxford. And Fantastic. this, I, I learned that this behavior when you're driving 
driving solo, it really has some really terrible deleterious effects on your psyche. Like, for one thing, you begin to get angry at the fact that you're falling asleep and that there's no nothing you, that you can do to resist it. Like, And this includes, even if you stop for a nap and you sleep for like two hours and you wake back up and you're like, okay, I've got a nap. That only refreshes you for a short period of time. Oh, yeah. So, I find myself, as I'm driving down the road, doing things like, like you know, yelling. Like, I slap myself in the face like several occasions to keep myself awake. I turn the yeah. air conditioner on full blast in my face so it's like 20 degrees in my car, you know, hoping that hypothermia won't, you know, set in, which would make it even better. Like, all of these things, like, and they always say things like, make sure that you keep your eyes moving around the road. So I'm like, you know, jerking my head around like a lunatic trying to keep myself awake. But it's like, none of these things are particularly effective. Like, they don't, you know, like I turned up the MEP report, you know, like I had my little MP3 player with me, so I turned it up and like, stories yelling at the top of his lungs and Russ is just like, you know, JJ Blonde stories just like, you know, San Francisco, I hate Bush, no war, you know, and like, and and it was weird because you get to a certain stage of consciousness where things begin to blend into each other, you know, like you're driving along and all of a sudden Story's voice has somehow blended in with some NPR piece. So I feel like Story's explaining to me about like the even number principle, but like Carl Castle from National Public Radio is interviewing you. You're like, really? Tell me more about the even number principle. Like, and he was. No, that was last week's show. Like, this, this, that was last no, that week's was last week's show. Right, I know. Yeah, my, my bad. Uh, you know, or like Russ, yeah. like, and I kid you not, when I get, when I got to this one rest stop and I pulled over because I just had to take a nap, so I pulled over and I turned up the car and I, I leaned back and take a nap. But I still had, I was so tired that I forgot to turn the MEP report off. So at one point, I had this image like <laughs> Russ was telling me, telling something about Jade Aid. You mean you love it too much? No, uh, yeah, right. So I'm listening, and all of a sudden, like I'm falling asleep, and all of a sudden yeah. there's this random dream where like Russ is like sitting at my kitchen table from when I was like five, explaining the Jade Aid thing to me, and he's just like, you know. Well, the thing is that people at Jade 8, you know, these girls, they just don't get it. And pipe cleaners and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, this is great. Why are you sitting in my New Jersey home where I lived when I was five? Why is this all happening to me at this time? <laughs> and I wake up and I'm like, and then I'm disoriented because I don't wake up from a dream in my house. I wake up from a dream in some random ass rest stop in like, you know, Western Pennsylvania. And I'm just like, where am I? What has happened to my life? Why have I been seized by aliens and taken elsewhere? So what this proves to me is you shouldn't... you. You should. It just shows you how how our conception of time is so fluid. Eleven hours. If you say to if you say to somebody your big job interview is eleven hours away, right? Or some. Let's put it another way. You have a dentist appointment to get five root canals. That's eleven hours away. I guarantee you that time is going to go past incredibly quickly. If on the other hand you're talking about eleven hours where it's just like you know it'll only take eleven hours to get there. That eleven hours will feel much more like a hundred and eleven hours, where a hundred and eleven equals a thousand. Like that's basically. (laughs) what it comes down to and I just this is the second time I've done this like I did this when I went to Virginia and now I did it again what happened what why that's my question what happened to me why did I decide this was a good idea the second time around what why what made me think that driving through the fifth tunnel would be a good idea remarkably because difficult things that you've accomplished seem remarkably easier in hindsight even now I feel like this isn't that bad it was okay as I'm relating the story even now it was not that good and they do to be fair, they do usually get easier the second time you do them. Like, this story seems to be an interesting contrary piece, but usually the second time that you do a trip of that magnitude, it's a lot easier. But it's interesting to bring this up because, I mean, the fade-out thing you're talking about is completely completely true. Probably, like, the third closest I've ever gotten to death in my life was uh, 
on that trip, on one of the many trips I took about, this one summer I took about four solo trips back and forth between the Grand Canyon and Albuquerque. And uh, on one of those trips... <laughs> on one of those trips, I was on my way out to the Grand Canyon. Way. That's clear, yeah, clearly, I'm very right? Clearly, about that. that's true. So you know, and we're like on these straight as an arrow Arizona roads, like completely, you know, no scenery. Occasionally, there's cacti or really beautiful mesas, and then no scenery, and then cacti and mesas, and then no scenery, and like straight as an arrow. You know, speed limits 75, 80. Everybody's going 100, you know, sometimes 90. And, you know, going, 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 going. And I was sort of fading out and doing all the things you're talking about, cranking the air conditioner, cranking the radio. I was, like, trying to make myself cold enough to shiver so I would at least be awake. And then in the midst of this, I yep. apparently just lost it. And, like, I have no idea how long. And I woke up, and I was squarely, perfectly centered, driving exactly perfectly in the opposite fast Oh, lane. my God. That is and that I, has never like, happened to me. Oh my god. Oh. Oh. God. And it was just like it was one wow. of those like and it was one of those like I woke up and it's like beat beat beat. Oh my god, I'm going to die. It was totally, you know, <laughs> I wake up and it's like the first things you do are like check the lanes because naturally you're thinking, okay, am I over the you know, you wake up and it's like, wait a minute, should I I shouldn't just be waking up. That's okay, check the lanes. And then it's like and then it's like Oh, I'm perfectly centered in the lane. You know, I mean, all of this is like split second, split second, split second. But it was still, you know, a little slower, maybe a full second for each because I'm just waking up. I'm groggy, for God's sake. Just sleeping while driving. And, you know, so I wake up and I'm just like, okay, wait. This, Oh, no, I'm perfectly centered in the lane. Why is the yellow on the right? Oh, God. What? Double yellow on the right. That's so now, in not, reaction to this, not how we do in reaction here. to this, did you whip the car? Did you whip the car to the right? Did you like gradually go over? I to England. Vietnamic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, wow, I slipped I through my trip over the channel. Amazing. Jolly good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I whipped it over pretty quickly, but I, I also, like, by that time I was cognizant enough, <laughs> it was a really wonderfully surreal moment that I had to check my rear view to make sure nobody was in the fast lane of the correct direction. Because if you whip over and, like, you know, slam into some Someone who's driving properly, <laughs> that doesn't that's no better than being in the wrong or, path line no, that, going the wrong we're call that that's a, you to yell least, that you know, you're a fucking psycho. Exactly, that's a pyrrhic like, victory. Right. We're gonna call that yeah, a pyrrhic victory. <laughs> You know, so I had, and that was just a totally surreal moment of like, I have to continue driving in the wrong lane and check my blind spot. Now I can get over, you know, and somebody was coming down at me and honking, but then they got over. And the thing is, is that you have enough visibility and enough distance. I don't recommend doing it long term, you know, but if you want to pop over in the other lane, you have enough visibility and enough distance and your lights are on, you know, lights are always on in the desert. Everybody should be driving with their lights on. I was at least, even if the other idiot wasn't, you know. So there was enough that, like, everybody could get out of my way. It's not like it was one lane in each direction. It was, like, three, maybe two. I think, I think three. You know, so you could get out of the way. It, you could see me coming miles and miles away. It was okay. So, you know, maybe I wasn't that close to death. At the same time, I was driving in the opposite fast lane, and the head-on collision would have been roughly 170, which tends not nice. to end well. Stock car drivers. Yeah, no, you're probably right. Yeah. Well, they very rarely <laughs> they, have head-on. They they're okay. Very rarely have. Oh, I mean, I guess that's that's the 170. They're just going straight 170. So it's the right. same as an, a head-on at double eighty-five. 
Yeah, that's fair. So those kinds of yeah. So that but was one of the, the carrier and moments. The helmet and the, uh, yeah, well. Yeah. Well, that's never. I, I've yeah. and oh, and let me tell you what I did not do for the next forty-five minutes. I was not close to. Oh no 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 yeah no right I've had that, that happen was, right and, where and you're and like horrified you're like oh my god. Take a moment. I was like, my terror will get me exactly. through the rest of this drive <laughs> oh, yeah. in a perfectly alert state. I did have a situation. Oh, yeah. I've so, never had a situation so where I drove fine. off the road or anything like that, but I yeah. did have a situation where I was really drowsy, <laughs> right. and all of a sudden I came to, and I was like, I had an axe murderer like with a knife at my head the whole time, like ah for like forty five minutes, just like can't move. That's pretty much exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because nothing else actually worked. Like like. Even even doing things like and then of course if for some reason all the things that you try to do to help sort of conspire against you like you turn on the radio and it's like Gordon Lightfoot you know it's like if you could read my mind love <laughs> well, you're mean, gonna I've fall been, like, asleep right now music. you know I mean like and it just loses it yeah, just loses its effect. I know your music I mean, story like and your music is not like music. yeah but your music no. is not like grunge dude your music is well, like bridge over yeah. troubled water blasted is still bridge over no, troubled water. <laughs> Death metal would probably put me to sleep faster. You going there'd be nothing. To sleep in your car. <laughs> going to oh, sleep. The plane is so comfy now. <laughs> go there Steer now. slightly left and then go straight. <laughs> oh, you will sleep during this. But I guess I'd want to know from like oh, exactly. It's a head on. <laughs> but I guess I'd want to know like from. From, from like uh, from any of our listeners, whether they whether they've ever had this situation, you know, because like like even my I did turn up the I ended up turning up my GPS thing so it could wake me up. So it's like I'd be driving along and all of a sudden it's just like turn right on highway like ah you know so that helped a little, but most of the time it was just like just like that, like what you're doing now. It put me to sleep at that moment. It was just like that. You realize, of course, I'm gonna be listening to this. Show a year from now, oh. driving to a conference because I'll have forgotten again, and I'll be falling asleep right now at this moment. Right? I've done it twice. It's easy. Uh, Come on. Exactly. Oh my god. And you'll be listening, and you'll be right there, stranded in like you know the middle of Nebraska, and you'll be out there, and you're like, shit, this is why I shouldn't have. Should I turn around? No, it's too late to turn around. Well, let's just turn it up, and maybe they'll sing at me. Are you going to sleep? Uh, exactly. And I'll be like, we'll be you. that's what. It's like In story. Omaha time. I'll think, be like, I shouldn't have. Do you, think that POWs, do you think people ask yeah. POWs about their history and then they're like, eh, it's just a couple of years. I mean, bamboo shoots, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> do you think they do that? Uh, yeah, no, right? Like maybe. I bet, I bet they do. Yeah, you would think so. Like, I can do it again. It yeah. wasn't that tough. Well, whatever. Hey, I get send to eat me back. Cool. But people come to rescue. They're like, eh, I'm cool. I'm good. I, I, yeah, come on, it's all right. I couldn't do this forever. But you know, Put hair on your chest. Oh, Jesus. Months. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting that that I grew back. Usually to they take it I mean, off. I think you, they depending grow back. On, yeah. I mean, exactly. What? Depending on <laughs> depending on the type of POWs. I think you end up with less. But what I think is so interesting about this is what I think is so interesting about what you guys have just said. Maybe a little tough. What I think is so interesting about what you guys have just said. We're going to grow yeah. hair all over your body until you tell us the information that we want to know. No, very few. Or I mean, it, it was at least once. <laughs> probably at least once during the Holocaust. I don't think you have like, a right to make. I don't want Russ, you don't have a right you to make. A, Russ, you don't have a right to make a joke about this, Mr. Buzzcut. You just keep quiet about hair jokes. 
for now. There's no need for you to go further on this subject. I look like a POW. I know, right? yeah. This is what they look I'll like yeah, when they exactly. go with <laughs> So, but here's my here's the thing I thought was interesting about all this. You know, I was thinking about this as you guys were talking. The the idea obviously and I you and I we've all talked about this before about time as being not necessarily a linear thing, but it just proves to me how yeah. much we as human beings individually view time in such a linear way. You know, like like for us it's just like, well that happened X number of years ago or that happened that's not gonna happen for another X number you know and we think of things in this incredible linear sense. Mm-hmm. So it's true. Like why is it that something so intensely bad is something that a lot of the time not always, sometimes it doesn't people don't forget bad things. But really Time does have this impact where the farther it gets away from you, the more, you know, the sort of general emotional trauma caused by the event goes away. And I think a lot of that has to do with linearity of time. And I'm not sure. I just think it's interesting that we're that linear, even though linear time itself has got a lot of problems as to whether that's actually the way things work. But we certainly look at it that way, right? I mean, we're all about linear stuff. Well, I mean, I don't think the map report looks at it that way. I'll just open No, but that even as a human, aren't you individually you affected by it, though? Even Just as an individual? Okay. Like, I'm not saying... But he- hang okay. on. At the conclusion of almost every map report, one of the three of us, if not all three, will express surprise at the time that has elapsed, which is almost always the exact same amount of time, yet it never feels like the same amount of time. Okay. And I think this plays out over the course... I mean, I definitely think that there have been certain years that, like, felt very different than others. I mean, my big theory, my big thesis on why time seems, I don't think time feels really linear a lot of the time. You know, and my big theory is because, you know, time tends to speed up for people as their life progresses. If you talk and sit down with a 5-year-old or an 8-year-old or a 10-year-old, they talk about a day like it's this magical thing that they get to experience for, you know, something around two weeks. You know, and each day feels like that to them. And it's not delusional. It's not crazy. It's not, oh, that's just the differences between the ages. The issue is, it is percentage of your life, percentage of the things that you are trying to remember and retain. For a five-year-old, a day is a decent proportion of their life. You know, it's like one, what, you know, 1,500th of their life. That's a pretty decent... Yeah, exactly. That's a pretty decent amount of time. And for us right now, that same amount of time is closer to a week. A week is you know, is one sixteen hundredth of our life. So it absolutely makes perfect logical sense that this impact, you know, and it's it's all over literature, it's all over life, it's all over everything that people feel like time is speeding up on them, and like each a moment of time is less significant. And it's true because it is. It's a lesser portion, and every second that you will live from now on, everyone, this applies to mm. you. So listen up, will be a smaller portion of your life than the second before it. Every I mean, I agree with that. One. But I also think even beyond it's that, real. time is completely subjective. Completely subjective. Oh, sure. And depending on what I mean, you're doing, I don't doing, disagree that with that either. Oh, that's certainly time. true. I'm not saying that and linear I, time means yeah. that we interpret it or feel it in the same way every time. As I've just said, sometimes you feel like something good is going to happen. It seems to take forever to get there. Like right now, I'm waiting for to hear about my book. I, I just heard that the the my editor, the edit guy who's, oh. the guy who's <laughs> editing actually just. Sorry, I thought you were like right now. I'm praying for the hour to be over. Yeah, right. no, 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 really no, 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 no. About the Sorry, no, the guy. I, I, I just talked to the guy today, and the guy's like. I have very, you know, I have strongly positive feelings about this, but I can't give you a definite answer yet. And I'm like, okay, that's good, but it's still in limbo and blah, blah, blah. Is he a magic eight ball? <laughs> Are you being represented by a magic eight well, ball? Well, story, signs point to yes. So I w- Outlook, <laughs> so. outlook good, yeah, exactly. You know? uh, unclear, ask again right. later. No, no, uh, but it's fine. But like, you know, so for things like you that. You could get a real 
for things like that, no, no, he's a he's a, he's an editor, not an agent. But no, for things like that, um, it's the kind of thing where you have to wait. <laughs> oh. But for and that's fine. And and it's he's not being right. unreasonable. It just feels like it's a long time, you know. And then on other occasions, you've got something sure. where something bad is going to happen, and that seems to show up immediately. Like I always use the example the the famous the '80s movie in high school where the kid's going to get beaten up, and they show the clock like you know it's 11 o'clock, and then five seconds later it's three o'clock, and it's time to leave school and get beaten up by the bully because that's the bad thing that's going to happen. And like that's that it's no question that we interpret time differently depending on what's going to happen. We feel it differently, but it's still we all sort of collectively interpret it in a linear way nonetheless. That doesn't mean that you we all philosophically believe that to be so. I mean I think that the map report doesn't philosophically think of it that way, but I still think that we're kind of hardwired to think of things in terms of man I can't wait for this day to be over. I'm looking for this month to get past. Like you know oh I can't wait for next day next week or when is this day going to finish? You know that kind of stuff. I think we do that all the time. Well, you know like whether or not we understand. Hang on, I think you're confusing two things. I think you're confusing two things. There are two issues in play here, and you can define either one of them as linear. One issue is the amount of time that each unit of time feels like, and we all agree that that's variable. The other issue is order of events. And I don't think any of us are going to sit here and argue that we can do things out of order, that we can live July 12, 2009, tomorrow, and then come back. You know, maybe. Maybe something will be in well, I don't know about you, can. dude, but for but me, the Red that, Sox won the sense, World Series before yeah, exactly. Aaron Boone hit the home run to left. That's the way it worked for me. <laughs> right. There yeah. you go. I'm going to go out and tomorrow before, and drinking before, in celebration the, for the Yankees 2010 championship <laughs> and not do it in 2010. <laughs> nice. There That's borrowing go. of the future. Good work. Good work. You know what I'm saying? So in that sense of linearity, which I don't even necessarily think that that's linear strictly, it's just a conveyor belt. And the conveyor belt might twist or turn. It might bunch up in places. It might stretch out in other places. But it is a factual reality that should not – there's no reason to question that we are all on a conveyor belt. The planet and the people here are all on a conveyor belt. And it doesn't mean that that's the only way mm. to look at the universe there or time. There are many people that but question that, though. we are all though. on the conveyor belt. The there are a lot of people that um, quantum are at least perceptually questions perceptually that. quantum mechanics perceptually. argues that any action or any thought that you take should equally affect the future and the past at the same time. Well, that's hmm. retarded. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not intuitive. Yes, right. To be sure, it's not something that you can tell the passerby, and they're like, "Sure, that makes sense." But it is part of. <laughs> but it is part of the I idea. I mean, you know. But I mean, and I think it's important. I mean, and maybe this is where I agree with that after condemning it so quickly to a certain extent. Like, I don't necessarily. Sorry, what are you talking about? You haven't condemned anything yet. Are you going to condemn something in the future? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Feces on head. Feces on wristless head. Um, but uh, anyway, so. <laughs> You know, like, I think that the universe as a whole might work to a certain extent closer to that type of reality, or at least in a sort of stagnant view or an all view where you see all moments of time at the same time, and there's maybe no effect, or you can see a progression of effect, or whatever. But I'm saying perceptually for humans on Earth. Oh, well, if, well humans yeah, on sure. Earth. I mean, we don't have the ability to perceive locked, it both ways. We are obviously. locked. We are locked. Yes. Right. So we are locked on a conveyor belt. There's not necessarily anything of deeper significance about the conveyor belt any more than you would say, like in a cafeteria, the conveyor. I belt, think a conveyor belt, you know, belt is very significant. Should not be abridged, but it still goes. <laughs> conveyor belt's very it important. It still goes in one direction, and you're stuck on it if you're on there. So you know. Although actually, so that in that sense, actually there was of linear time. It's not surprising that we all perceive it that way because well, how else would you? Well, what's interesting. It? 
the only way it is. Well, I mean, the fact of the matter is that time is a construction of our thoughts, and it may or may not exist, you know, outside our concept of it. So that's another. Well, thing. the one, the other, other thing I was going to say was that um, did you get there was a science fiction story? Um, I think maybe think maybe ten, fifteen years ago, about sure you guys is. know what a Mobius strip is, right? You guys, you guys know what a Mobius strip is? Yeah. Where a, basically, for yeah. people who don't know out there, it's basically a strip of paper, let's say. <laughs> I love that. Can I stop for a second? That was like the little gut check of the mappers are more intelligent than their audience, No, right? not okay, at all. No, I'll that's not true. No, no. I just make sure. Story, of all I people, sure. I would not question uh, the intelligence of our audience. If you were trying to include everyone, yes. if you were trying to include everyone, you would say a Mobius strip and then describe it without checking. But then you're like, I'm going to check just to make sure that you know that Russ and Story know, and then I'm still going to explain. If you hadn't explained, then that's one thing. Okay. You would check and then go Fair on. enough. But you're like, check, and then now... I I'm was just double-checking to make sure that someone who had feces on his hands could keep up with the rest of us. That's all. I just wanted to make sure we were all good on that and take it to the next step. Okay. I didn't and you don't know what a Mobius strip is. You're fired. <laughs> exactly. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so I didn't put it on myself. All right, so then I won't, ex- it at the I won't explain it. it it's based, it, it was put on my hand. It's a strip of paper with one surface, it and there's not mean. two surfaces. Okay, so basically, this guy, the science fiction writer, came up with a theory about. Uh, he had a story about a subway train. It's like the infinity. Sign. They had developed a subway. Tra- yeah. back on That's right. Yeah, but they had developed yeah. a subway train that, and I'm not really clear about how this happens, but they design it such that the subway train itself actually is the track is done in like a Mobius strip style because it has nothing to do with like there's five there's like two levels to the train and sometimes people need to take the train to get from one level of a city to the lower level of the city but they designed it as a Mobius strip and so the subway actually disappears in the middle of the Mobius strip which is you know a little bit a little bit crazy but anyway it reminded me a little bit and I don't remember why now because I was so caught up in the explanation of what something this story just said <laughs> about about time not existing in the way that we pres- oh about it being construction about whether or not it's something that you know that exists outside of our thoughts oh, or not yeah. and there is a case where you know obviously it's just a science fiction story but theoretically you know we could build something that would have an impact even though in a way a Mobius strip is just kind of a theoretical construct like we can make a paper that's a Mobius strip but we couldn't make time that way right because it just wouldn't we couldn't it, we couldn't live it in that way we couldn't live time in a non-linear fashion I guess is the point not with our brains the way right. they are unless anyway, you listen to the map report as currently constructed right. okay we can't you know what else we can't do? Um, but, I mean, it is one of the Russ major challenges. Because, I mean, you know, the whole cause and effect thing, the Newtonian mechanics is something that's being challenged right now by science and saying that maybe there isn't cause and effect. Maybe it's, you know, not that simple. And that would directly refute linear time. So you're saying, Russ, that pretty soon we're going to know something about this? Pretty soon in the future, let's say? Eh, well, I mean, they are working on the uh, that giant hadron collider thing in Europe. They're expecting to find things out. So right, how to create a black hole. I also hole. read, you know, the the particle collider. But I actually read that one of the particle colliders that we've already got discovered. I think it's called the Higgs boson, which is this mystery particle that they were looking for that would explain a bunch of things about the origins of the universe. And like the one they already had discovered the Higgs boson, possibly. It hasn't been released yet, but there's like a stupid internet rumor and like a spoiler alert for the Sopranos, except it's for particle (laughs) physics, where they've discovered the Higgs boson. Uh Oh, lol. Awesome. And so... (laughs) 
That's what they said. The Higgs boson got whacked. I heard. No, no way, man. What? WTF? So this would render this thirty billion dollar project by the European Union completely uh, just like Airbus. Now they've built this thing that's not going to be able to discover anything left. So they're just going to. Well, what do we do with it? I don't know. Let's throw particles really fast. They're going to end up making another particle. They're going to be like, well, we found the Higgs boson particle, and that one's much better than the Higgs boson particle. Didn't you just make this up? People they don't like in it. They're going to make a Mobius strip out of it. That's what they're going to do. And That's you know right. what else they're going to do? They're going to use it to torture... Uh, and then they're com- going to go they surfing on the Mobius strips. We're You'll gonna put never enemy stop surfing on a properly constructed Mobius You know what else they're going to do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we'll there you unwittingly go. We can them shut down Gitmo. And they'll assassinate George Gitmo. Bush. Awesome. Right. <laughs> and they'll do this all <laughs> within linear time. Guy. Because while we're still dominated by linear time, gentlemen, believe it or not... Another hour of linear no! time has passed. No, that's right. So much good the time stuff. Has right happened. when you were about to say that. I know. That. But think, Sam Beckett from Quantum Leap is actually a terrorist who got put in the Hadron Collider because <laughs> they had no good use for it. Now Russ is rushing out his do jokes. Good deeds, even though he's a bad guy. <laughs> Damn it! So much. Mapping. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Check us out next week. We appreciate it. Hopefully, everyone will be less angry uh, at that time. Let time. us know about your views on time and the universe. Or I'm an astronaut. say goodbye, everybody. Check us out last week. There is no linear time on the map report. You can go forward a week or back a I'm week. I'm Reverend Cecil Williams, you and can story is fire. So 12 with episode 65. <laughs> the proceeding was a presentation of the map report, hosted at www.mapreport.com. All rights reserved. In no way should any part of this show be construed as an invitation to buy, sell, or trade flightless birds, or reassemble Voltron. Or at least not the stupid one in the cars. Please support the MEP Report by voting for the show at www.vitalpodcast.com, adding the show to your list of favorites at podcastpickle.com, and clicking on the Vote for MEP link on the MEP Report homepage to vote for us at podcastalley.com. Email us at Greg, Russ, Story, or Andy at MEPReport.com, and call us and leave a voicemail or a fax at 206-600-MEP1. That's 206-600-6371. And finally, please join the fight to stop the senseless farming of emu glands. It's immoral, it's unethical, and frankly, it's just a little bit gross. Tomorrow's just another day away